This is ASIN, the Association for the Study of Ethnicity and Nationalism. To find out more, visit asin.ac.uk. Thanks very much for that very kind in, uh, introduction, and yes, it is uh, always very nice to be back at uh, the LSE, and it's nice to be back in partnership with uh, um, Nadine. Uh, and Nadine and I are often asked to do these, these double acts, um, and we will try and endeavour to disagree, uh, if we can, to make the debate more interesting uh, towards the end. I, I want to throw out a couple of questions tonight. Uh, um, one is, why is Lebanon's power-sharing system so resilient, uh, and since we're, we're, we're used to talking about it as a, a state that's on the brink of civil war continuously, and has Lebanon's national identity uh, reached the point of no return uh, in the, the state-building project that is Lebanon? And I find a rather nice uh, um, commercial from Biblos Bank that introduces the, 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 the question of uh, Lebanon's identity and identities in Lebanon rather, rather cr crisply. It's from 2006, um, and it should work. just be Lebanese, it, it asks. Uh, rather tragic, you might say, but quite refreshing compared to a Barclays Bank or an HSBC ad, uh, I would certainly argue. Um, but this question of identity remaining unanswered uh, um, in Lebanon's contemporary history, I'll just shut that off. And the advertisement... It's a bit of a musical compliment though, so... Thank you, that, that's, that's what I meant to do. Yeah, that's it, that's it. So, just to get the crowd into it. <laughs> um, the, 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 question, the question the advertisement's really asking, I suppose, is not only when, but if, can, uh, if, if the, the Lebanese can ever uh, just be Lebanese. Uh, and, and I suppose I want to challenge whether that's really an important question at all tonight. Um, but as is so often the case with Lebanon, the, 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 this picture does not tell the whole story. And in a world where multiple identities are the norm, uh, why should Lebanese pluralism be viewed as um, uh, anachronistic uh, or inherently compatible with the idea of uh, a syncretistic national identity, the sort of identity that exists in the West in places like the United States or the United Kingdom? The development of a Lebanese identity has been heavily influenced by uh, this pluralism that's uh, um, advertised uh, uh, by Biblos, recurring conflicts over the state and over what form the state should take. This remains the case today. 
Thank you. The instability that Lebanon has repeatedly experienced since independence, uh, more often than not as a result of regional and international conflicts, makes this appear to be a, a real weakness rather than uh, an inherent strength. If we compare Lebanon to consolidated divided societies such as the United Kingdom, for example, a state which uh, still bears the, the, the scars of numerous state-building failures, British national identity being very loosely uh, defined, it too the sum of many different parts, identities and nationalisms. The centralised British state, constitutionally uh, at least, has been able to absorb identities. It has been able to incrementally uh, um, uh, cope with regional challenges. Uh, shifting imperial uh, to, to post-imperial international commitments, absorb lar large migrant communities, and even manages manage uh, um, uh, insurgencies against the state, as I'm sure you're all aware of in Northern Ireland. Lebanon's experience has been completely different, and although the perpetuation of its conflicts uh, uh, over identity may imply intransigence uh, towards change on the part of its different communities. The Lebanese state, or the Lebanese nation, has not remained static. As a small country with a history plagued by conflict, power struggles, external influence, uh, and, and the impact of an extremely volatile region, Lebanon's history is a refuge for persecuted minorities uh, and its cosmopolitan nature, associated with a tradition of international trade, uh, provide compelling evidence that adaptability and openness, characteristics uh, um, of Lebanese society across the board, are not simply traits that were adopted recently or reluctantly by its people. The Lebanese at times have actively encouraged and, and enjoyed the fruits of uh, diversity and coexistence and share many components of a common identity. So much so that I think today that describing Lebanon as an example of ethno-national conflict uh, is something of uh, a misnomer. <clears throat> At a number of nodal points in Lebanon's contemporary history, both the state and uh, its people have, te have been tested to their limits and still there. They're still there. In some cases, these points have yielded positive um, results for Lebanon, but more often uh, than not, they have uh, the, the, the repeated crises that it has experienced um, have led to conflict and uh, deep-seated insecurity. Given the times of insecurity and conflict, identities uh, and nationalisms uh, become most relevant and exaggerated and are felt most sharply in divided societies. Focusing on these nodal points in Lebanon's history uh, and their impacts on identity and, and nationalism can inform us about the changing nature uh, of the state uh, since independence. The assassination of Rafi Hariri in 2005, which was followed by uh, Syrian troop withdrawals, uh, is one such nodal point, as was the Hezbollah uh, governmental clashes of 2006, and no doubt, given the, the regional turmoil and the, uh, 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 that we're witnessing at present, that there will be that other uh, um, clashes or nodal points will occur in the not too distant future. Cynics may ask how long can uh, um, the Lebanese sit with their feet comfortably under the desk uh, whilst not being the centre of uh, me international media attention uh, over their divisions. 
This poses the question as to whether the persistence of conflicts over the state, many of which share very similar traits or see history in Lebanon repeating itself, uh, will condemn Lebanon to uh, eternal struggle over uh, the, the, the soul of the state or national identity, or whether the painful contortions and struggles uh, that Lebanon has experienced have led to the birth of an enduring Lebanese national identity albeit with contrasting and contradictory visions and images of what Lebanon is or should be. There is, of course, the argument that sometimes you need to destroy, to create, and out of the various different acts or, or periods of destruction that Lebanon ha has uh, um, experienced, you see shifts uh, in, in the, the, the tectonic plates uh, that, uh, that, that, that uh, are, the, are the meeting points where divisions within society uh, are, are held. Critics of this line of, of thinking would certainly uh, uh, point to the fact that Lebanese nationalism uh, is, is, is built on very weak foundations, built on sand rather than stone. And this could uh, result in all its achievements being quite easily undone. But Lebanon has not re reached a point of no return, uh, a point where uh, 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 it, it, is, it is definitely on the, on the path towards state consolidation and nation state consolidation. But to me this is because there's never been a winner uh, in, in, in its civil wars. The context test between warring factions who wish to implement, uh, implant their particularistic or idiosyncratic identities onto the genetic instructions uh, that inform the DNA of Lebanese nationalism. And this is not necessarily a bad thing, uh, I would argue, but it is a factor that will remain salient or obvious uh, so long as Lebanon remains at the epicenter of, of, of regional and international turmoil. While the, the Biblos Bank uh, advertisement indicates a common Le Lebanese identity, uh, that, that a common Lebanese identity uh, at crisis points appears to be absent. The fact that it identifies, uh, and, uh, uh, no, and the fact that, that these identities in the ad rise and fall um, under the cedar flag, I would argue, <coughs> symbolizes Lebanon's progress. It's one flag. These identities have not to date proved to be stronger than that flag, stronger than the sum of, of all their parts. For the shared attachment to the land of, uh, from the shared attachment to the land of, of, of Mount Lebanon, uh, and cooperation displayed between Druze and, and Maronites uh, before even before 1860, to the displays of solidarity through the 2005 um, Cedar Revolution, it would appear that there are more unifying than divisive factors between Lebanon's communities. For example. <clears throat> the U.S.-Iranian regional uh, um, conflict that is evident at the surface of Lebanese politics today is something false. It's, it's something transient. However, it, it fits very neatly with the paradigm of old uh, Lebanese domestic divisions over the state itself, uh, which were played out uh, in the post-independence period, pre-civil war period. But these, arguably, have long, I would argue, have long since disappeared. The lengthy civil war of the 70s and, 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 and 1980s have 
largely exhausted the pretensions of Christian separatism or greater Syrian nationalism or pan-Arab uh, nationalism that were ever present uh, in, in the political discourse and uh, the cafes and pubs of, of Beirut. A second and related argument uh, is that while many Lebanese possess elements of a shared identity and a desire to, to coexist, this unity has not been given uh, great scope for expression, with some actors going to great lengths, uh, in fact, to prevent it. A third argument I would make, therefore, uh, is that in attempting to inhibit such expression, those interested in maintaining Lebanon's status quo and perpetuating communal divides have imposed the competing identities and nationalisms which have shaped Lebanese history, preventing the consolidation of uh, um, na the national identity that exists within society. If Lebanon then was uh, geographically situated in, uh, next door to Switzerland, I would argue that, uh, uh, that this would be a, a very different case. Now, while I would argue that there is no deep division over uh, the state that was created in 1943 uh, in its current form, that it, that it should exist, what we are seeing in the, in the post-2005 period is, is two competing Lebanons, two conflicting visions or images of uh, Lebanese nationalism and identity of the people uh, and the state. And I think Nadine will probably say a few things about that, so I'll, I'll, I'll not... Uh, and go into too much more detail. The problem is that the state, comprised by traditional elites vying for uh, influence and power, is backed by external actors for whom the achievement of a, a, peaceful, and a peaceful and unified Lebanon uh, has at times been an undesirable outcome for them. In contrast, a Lebanese society exists comprised of a diverse mix of religious and ethnic communities which have repeatedly demonstrated uh, their ability and their desire to coexist within a power-sharing framework that allows them to uh, maintain their own communal identities. At a societal level, uh, therefore, it could be concluded that a point of no return uh, regarding identity and a national consciousness that was clearly evident uh, uh, after the, the Civil War will return again when uh, uh, the present turmoil subsides. More than that, at the state level, level all the major actors and, and parties accept and support a form of government that is premised on uh, Lebanese pluralism. There isn't always room for all of those elites at the government table. Uh, so <coughs> the, 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 the divisions and the conflicts you see in the media are uh, as, as much about elite and intra-elite politics as they are, uh, are more so about intra-elite politics than they are over the, the nature of the state, uh, perhaps itself. But as long as Lebanon's internal and external actors behave according to self-interest at Lebanon's expense, Progress will be thwarted uh, with the possibility of uh, regression and ever-present danger. So the state of Lebanon is not consolidated, far from it, but the, a Lebanese uh, identity is, is, is perhaps further down uh, uh, the path than the state. So perhaps Lebanon has it the wrong way round. The project of creating a syncretistic national identity 
which is the sum of Lebanon's many parts, the groups that comprise it, is arguably more advanced than the state consolidation project. Um, in order to uh, uh, further, briefly further address those issues, I'll say a couple of things uh, um, about the concepts of na uh, identity and nationalism, which substantiate my, my arguments. Uh, Benedict Anderson uh, argues that religion and dynasty were cultural systems already in place, which cannot be treated separately from the birth of nationalism. While this may hold true, it is arguably a system of, of, of patronage and a common attachment to uh, uh, land rather than religion that dominated life on Mount Lebanon. It appears that Lebanon has followed a contradictory path to uh, most other states, with religion arising as an identity uh, referent uh, at a time when it was declining in, in the wider international system after the Second World War. German sociologist Theodor Hanf uh, highlights two types of nationalism developed by Hans Kung. Um, subjectively political, which is voluntary and formed on, uh, on, the, on the creation of the state, and objectively cultural, which is a, a, a predetermined uh, origin, language and culture, and which can exist with or without a recognised territory. I think it's quite difficult to see, uh, however, how Lebanon's experiences fit into either category. W one of Europe's biggest exports uh, in the 20th century, in response to the need, the ongoing need, for nation building, uh, was, was that of uh, Jacobinism. Um, built on the premise that the abolition of all obstacles to political and cultural unity was uh, an, an imperative, uh, was necessary in order to achieve a single united republic by an act of will and an action of the state. Theodore Hanf also identifies two ideological tendencies regarding power uh, in multi-communal societies, states. These include mobilization of communal identities, um, <clears throat> which resists the force of Jacobinism, and syncretistic nationalism, which aims to build a nation based on existing communal differences and identities. Here, the need for a, a, a conscious process of, of nation building is implied, but Lebanon's history of diversity and its ability to coexist indicates that the concept of a syncretistic uh, nationalism uh, in Lebanon, is, uh, uh, for instance, is not necessarily uh, a conscious 20th century creation. Uh, Renan uh, draws attention to the concept of voluntary nationalism, which involves the clearly expressed desire uh, to continue a common life. Given the voluntary uh, coexistence evident at various points, in, in Lebanon's history, it could be concluded that Lebanon has possessed a stronger sense of, of nation in the voluntary sense than most other states uh, in, in, in the region. In the search for uh, definitions, Anthony Smith uh, um, argues that nationalism can broadly be described as an ideology that places the, na the nation at the centre of its concerns and seeks to promote its well-being. He identifies three components required uh, um, for the survival of a nation. National uh, autonomy, national unity and national identity. So in this case we may well consider whether Lebanon is a nation at all. 
Yet perhaps it is not the nation, but the fervent nationalist uh, approach alluded to by Smith that has failed to survive or that has failed to materialize in Lebanon. For Lebanon is divided. It lacks sovereignty and it lacks national unity. It is constantly pulled in different directions, yet it, is, it, it, it clearly has a national identity and one that has the capacity to, uh, to change and absorb even the most contradictory uh, um, forces. The endurance of Lebanon, then, uh, and the resilience of its power-sharing system, I would argue, are evidence of this. Compare Lebanon to its neighbours, and I would argue it seems less of an international outlier uh, with its all its divisions. Syria is a state with a small Alawite government which uh, um, uh, rules without consent in constant search of legitimacy. Israel is a, a, a nation which manages uh, not dissimilar deep-seated cultural, ethnic, political, religious uh, divisions as Lebanon does, in and it is in constant search of recognition, while the Palestinian Authority is a divided nation in uh, constant search of a state. Now, Lebanon has been too weak to resist the efforts of all three to further their quests for legitimacy, recognition and sovereignty at Lebanon's expense. Yet the weak pluralist state that is Lebanon endures, and it must endure if the future of the other three in the next half century uh, uh, are to be more comfortable than they have uh, in the last. For Benedict Anderson, to conclude, uh, the creation of imagined communities relies upon the manipulation of uh, history and its use in, in creating a sense of destiny. Destiny to legitimise nations and destiny to secure their futures. He explains it is the magic of nationalism to turn chance into destiny. Lebanese nationalism is more realistic than this and less imaginary. Lebanon has uh, absolutely no sense of destiny. Even the proponents of its competing visions accept the reality of coexistence. Um, <coughs> coexistence which would definitely not be their first preference if they were given different constitutional choices that they uh, um, could uh, attain. More than that, it is a sense of, sh uh, of shared yet uncertain future that holds the Lebanese together, like strangers shipwrecked on a desert island, surrounded by shark-infested waters, per Lebanon. In 2000, Hassan Nasrallah said, when a peace agreement is concluded between the Lebanese government and Israel, we would surely disagree with the Lebanese government about that, but we would not make any turmoil out of it. Circumstances domestically, regionally and internationally have fundamentally altered since he said that in 2000. But the logic of Lebanese pluralism is the premise of these sentiments. They may not be borne out in the foreseeable future. I doubt they will. But they remain the heart of the matter in Lebanese politics. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. Well, now we're going to uh, Nadine, who's going to speak to you. Yes. Um, 
Thank you. I, I mean, there is one point which we disagree on. Good. I, 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 I remember because we had this discussion, like, several, but I'll leave it to the end. Which is, um, um, it's good to be at the LSE because I was here long before many of you were born. I was a student here <laughs> in uh, the early 1980s, and I was an economist. I'm a repentant. I repented since. I'm not an economist anymore. But um, I was working on the history of the school and uh, on uh, the history of economics at the school uh, in the 1930s, the development of uh, the debate between uh, Hayek and Keynes, LSE and, uh, and, <coughs> and, and Cambridge. And um, there's one interesting point about the uh, the myth of the the the, uh, uh, the way the school was set up, which I found to be which I found to be uh, very relevant to what to Lebanon in the sense that uh, in 1870 the uh, the fall of Paris to the Prussians the, the Bismarck uh, Bismarck was seen to be the most superior system in Europe, the, the Bismarck and Pr Prussia, it was seen that the hair doctor type, uh, who was organized, who was scientific, who was uh, uh, sy systematic, and, and uh, the hair doctor type was far superior to the amateur gentleman that the British uh, norm was. The, the amateur gentleman who studied some classics and some, some, some uh, uh, could speak Greek and Latin, could recite some poetry, and could rule India with, 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 these, uh, uh, with, the, with these tools, was seen to be missing. So, so you had a kind of deep revision uh, of a sense of the system, of the values, the institutions, uh, triggered by the sense of failure in front of the great Bismarck and the great German uh, advance in, 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 in Europe. And this is what, what, in the end, resulted in setting up the London School of Economics and Political Science and the uh, Imperial College of Science and Technology. So they, 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 we were, it was moving towards science, towards more, more organized, uh, creating, uh, uh, well, uh, conscription and all that. So, so the, the main, I mean, I think Lebanon is in a process similar to that in the sense that it's coming out of a war. It's, ca it's coming out of a 15-year civil war where the system was seen to have failed and is coming out of a uh, 15 years of uh, control by Syria which was uh, which was felt to be deserved in the sense that we failed that the Lebanese have failed and they cannot form a nation they cannot form a state and that's why they need to have tutelage. So when Syrian presence was there, it was rarely questioned because it was felt that if they left, we would, we would 
collapse again. So, so we had we had to. So I, th I think this kind of re-examination of uh, uh, in in, uh, in in of Lebanese history, of Lebanese values, of Lebanese institutions, is an ongoing process, which was in a sense uh, accelerated by the 2005 by events since 2005. So if you want the there is very bad news there's and there is very very good news and there are there's the ugly news the bad news from lebanon is that lebanon is a divided country uh, they don't seem to agree on anything they they there's an absence of consensus there's a very weak state institutions we have rotten politicians we have uh, a mediocre corrupt politicians who look after their own interests. There's a constant fear of breakdown. The, the government is continuously paralyzed. This, this is what you hear the Lebanese complaining about all, all the time. It's like a ritual. It uh, almost amounts to self-flagellation. Uh, so now, the good news from Lebanon, as um, you must have heard, uh, uh, insinuated by, by, by Michael. The good news is that we are a divided country. The, being divided is not uh, abnormal. Uh, di di division is, I mean, uh, di division is part of b uh, democracy, is part of having different, different visions mm -hmm. of the world, different, different political opinions, and being able to express it. But the Lebanese, because they've had a civil war, feel that division is bad in that sense. Absence of consensus. Consensus sucks. <laughs> who, wants to, who wants a country where you have full consensus, where you elect leaders at 97.6% and, and, and where everybody belongs to the same party and, and has the, the, the same vision? So, so in a sense, absence of consensus is part of also uh, democratic life and, and uh, pl pluralism and, and, and diversity. Failure of the political class. Uh, rotten politicians. Rotten, corrupt politicians who look after their own interests. Does that sound familiar to any of you? Have you been to Parliament recently? Have you been to Congress? Have you been to the, to the, to the, to the, uh, to the French Assemblée or, or that? This is, this is the norm. It's only dictators uh, who, who come up with big visions and, and, and who are seen to be uh, to control the moral high ground uh, and all that. Politicians look after their own interests. There is some sort of corruption uh, in political life. There is a lot of uh, commerce of ideas and of positions and, and, and all that. And the fear of breakdown and the paralysis of government are in a sense what are the negative elements that are holding the, 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 the country together. Now, so in, in a sense, the, the Lebanese are going through a phase where they re-examine their history. They see what they think is the cause of the civil war before. And they try and reevaluate the system and see what, and, and try and, and uh, uh, come out with 
values that are that they think are are, are going to resolve the, resolve their problems, and it may be, and this is where I I agree with Michael on a, a lot of things. It may be that there's nothing wrong with their system; that their system could be more of a model for for the region, as as you heard Mike, Michael say, Syria has the same ethnic diversity, Iraq has the same ethnic diversity, Saudi Arabia even has similar ethnic diversity, well, ethnic is, is the wrong word, I mean, uh, the same diversity, let, let, let's, say, let's say, on... on so, in, in a sense, the, the uh, uh, managing diversity and the ability to manage diversity in a, in a system of power sharing is, is not necessarily a, a, a taboo that, that the Lebanese feel that the Lebanese feel is is, uh, uh, is, is their problem. So <coughs> the, the, the Lebanese are constantly in fear of or, or they're, they're constantly dominated by this specter of the civil war that happened before. And in 2005 you can see, the, the, the messages that the crowd was giving out was, in a sense, a reply to, to, to these uh, uh, hang-ups. Uh, so, for example, where, where, whereas, whereas uh, the, the Lebanese have a hang-up about being divided in a sectarian manner and uh, you had the, the, oh, the slogans were about national unity and citizenship and all that. So it was, it was in a way they were trying to absolve themselves from these sins. On, on, on. Uh, uh, the Lebanese felt that they are we they have weak uh, national feeling, they are weak nationalism, and uh, the, the the dominant. Uh, view that you see in, in the crowds was the waving of the flag. I mean, the Lebanese discovered nationalism with a vengeance, where, where, while the, the rest of the world was going globalized, uh, the Lebanese were, were, were going the other way and, and becoming uh, uh, very nationalistic uh, uh, in, in, their, in, the, in their flag waving. The, the, uh, um, the, the weakness of the state is more in fashion nowadays than the strong socialist uh, uh, all-controlling all state that was uh, the, the characteristic of the third world in the 60s. So in a sense, the Lebanese had a laissez-faire state in the 60s when the rest of the world had very strong, organized and, and planned economies. and. Uh, in the end, they, 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 they are now rediscovering or rejecting their laissez-faire uh, and, and weak state and demanding a strong state when the rest of the world is looking for weaker straight state control and, and, more, uh, and less uh, 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 planning and, 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 and less uh, uh, nationalization and, 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 and all that. So now, how does this fit with what's happening? Uh, I mean, with the theme of uh, your your your. Uh, now, uh, I think that the, the, the there is there is a sense where uh, sectarianism and divisions and all that are 
sometimes in the eye of the beholder as much as they are in uh, 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 reality. So there is a need for re-examination of Lebanese history and all these concepts. Uh, for example, you, you, you've all heard that there is something called the na National Pact in Lebanon, which is a, uh, an agreement between the Sunnis and the Maronites. Why should we call it an agreement between the Sunnis and the Maronites? It was an agreement between uh, two gentlemen, two politicians, two corrupt politicians, or two normal politicians, let's say, <laughs> because, because we, corru corruption is normal. Two normal politicians looking after their own interest and looking after their, their, their re-election. Re and they knew that they had no chance of being re-elected had they uh, stood separately. Uh, their, their opponents were much stronger. So they decided to form an alliance. They each went out of the meeting uh, describing that alliance in a different manner to their own constituency. This is why it's all ambiguous and it's never written and, and all that. But historians say there was an agreement between the Maronites and the Sunnis. Which it's, it's, it's not true. It's an agreement between the, the uh, two politicians, one of whom happens to be a Maronite, one and the other hap happens to be, to be a Sunni. So the, 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 uh, there may be a lot of normal politics involved in uh, the Lebanese system that we don't see because the observers have a sectarian view of, of things. Not, it's not the subject that has a sectarian view, it's the, it's the people who observe that have the, sectar the sectarian view. So we have to, to, to purify the observers as much uh, from sectarianism as much as the, the Lebanese themselves, uh, as you've seen in the advert that, that uh, Michael has, has shown us, uh, which is a, an excellent illustration of the, the way the Lebanese are re-examining their history, how they, have, they are ashamed of these divisions, and, and uh, uh, instead of being, uh, uh, seeing them as normal, normal, nor, normal, normal things. So if we come back to the divisions now in Lebanon, you have, and, and the way, the way uh, if you look at the headlines and the language that is used in describing Lebanon, uh, I think that um, a lot of it is part of the legacy of the, the civil war or of the 80s or, or of uh, previous uh, uh, conceptions that we have uh, of, of, the, of the country. Uh, the the, the uh, the, uh, the headlines are always uh, uh, about bickering politicians or bickering sectarian politicians or, or uh, uh, the, the co conflicting parties or uh, uh, it's, it's as though division and, and disagreement is a bad thing. So, so because the Lebanese have collapsed, then they have to, they have to comply with the... the, the Jacobin view of, uh, of, of, of society and, and become uh, uniform. Uh, so so, so in, in, in a sense, if we look at the, the current division in the country, it is a, it is a division which is, which is almost entirely 
uh, almost purely political, in the sense that there are there there is uh, one side of uh, the equation that believes in a certain uh, view of society based on their interpretation of what the civil war was about and based on their interpretation of what the future could could be, and uh, and the other the uh, and a conflicting view of, of it from from uh, from from the other side and this. This division between what is called March 14 and March 8, but which also could be given other terms, uh, exists within almost within each family, within each uh, 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 sect or religion or area or or town. Uh, you, you would not attend a uh, family lunch in either in the mountains or in the south or in the north. Or anywhere in Lebanon, without without finding a, a disagreement amongst amongst the, uh, the the population now. Now coming back to what this means in terms of the uh, revolutions that are uh, happening in in, in in the country, in in the in the in the area, uh, Lebanon in a, in, a, in a way needs uh, 18 revolutions because you have. Uh, th there is there is a there is a need for reforming the electoral system to facilitate the expression of the diversity in, in ideas, uh, and so the the, the 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 electoral system consolidates the power of uh, certain uh, politicians who co who have hegemony over their their. Uh, 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 religious groups or their their uh, religious uh, mi minorities, and uh, uh, the 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 need for reform is always blocked, uh, and uh, by 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 the same politicians who who want to maintain their their uh, uh, their power. But if you look at uh, what's happened uh, in January of this year. Uh, and you look at the way it was described in the press. You have uh, you had a uh, uh, well. Let's put it this way: in January, you had a change of government in Lebanon. It was described in the press as a country on the brink of civil war, with Sunnis and Shiites uh, about to to uh, 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 enter into conflict with with. Uh, uh, sectarian politicians and factions coming uh, against each other and all that. But in reality, it was a very simple constitutional process where you have 128 deputies, 71 were part of the majority, uh, 57 were part of the minority, uh, 11 members of parliament uh, that formed one block split into two, and this was the uh, more or less of the same uh, religious group, they split. They split into two, and another block split into two, and that's how the majority changed, and you have a change of government. It's all completely normal politics, but <coughs> in the way it was being described, it was being described as very alarmist and very, very uh, uh, sort of uh, panicky uh, uh, titles and and and, and all that, and. Uh, if you look at, uh, 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 if you have a conversation with uh, 
any of your Lebanese friends, and some of them are, are here, you will, you will find the, the, uh, this language of self-examination and self-legulation, which expresses the crisis uh, being being used all all the time, and I and I tried it as a as a, and I will finish with this. I tried it for fun on Facebook. I put uh, when when these revolutions were starting, I put uh, on on Facebook. I said uh, Lebanon is the most stable country in the Middle East, on, on, and. I put that around midnight, and I woke up in the morning and found something like 57 uh, <laughs> uh, comments, and I chose some some, some of them to, to show you. So one of, the, one of them was a friend in the Gulf who was a professor, and he said, Lebanon it's a, is a failed state kept together by foreign puppeteers. <laughs> and uh, someone from Lebanon said, Lebanon is a super failed state. <laughs> and, uh, another person said, uh, shall we understand that Lebanon as a failed state needs foreign saviors? How do you think will become a normal state? Now, another person from the US, uh, uh, Harvard uh, uh, postdoctoral student said, if I may, I don't think that uh, foreign puppeteers saved Lebanon. They just merely hold it together, even if it is precisely because it is in the gutter. <laughs> and uh, so the conversation continues. And uh, one, of, one of them says, since I was a three-year-old boy, my father kept telling me until his death that we are a failed state. We're always a failed state. We'll always be a failed state. And then continues. Lebanon is not just a failed, super failed state, it is not a state to begin with. <laughs> and uh, then, so then comes the pièce de résistance. The, uh, because one of them asks, so how do, we, how do we live? How do we live? We are four million people, a small piece of land. Why should it be complicated? How, how do we live? And here, all the traumas of the civil war surface. You have. One person saying, first, by learning to be civilized. Second, by learning to be modest. Lebanon is not the center of the world. Third, by working on a vision of how people, regardless of their background, sect, color of their skin, or so-called ethnicity and the like, should live decently and democratically in a tiny piece of land and secure a viable country for their children, and so forth, by becoming a meritocracy not one with, uh, none of these basic premises are met in our country. People are generally rude and aggressive. Uh, look at how they drive, for God's sake. <laughs> look how Mr. Burry addresses MPs in Parliament. Uncivilized. Does anyone respect a queue? Uh, disorganized and undisciplined. Look at the chaotic state of any ministry and government department. Illiterate. How many people read? How many public libraries do we have? How many art galleries? They, are, uh, they even sold the opera house to, to a profoundly capitalist venture. Appallingly superficial, chauvinistic, tribal, incompetent uh, 
leaders and neophytes. It goes on and on and on and on and on. And, and uh, uh, it's, it's, it's part of the symptoms of the re-examination of uh, the self-re-examination that's happening in, in the country. And I'll uh, stop here. Excellent. Thank you both for uh, very short speeches. Um, you can guarantee we're going to be discussed later, and you're going to have some, uh, some very spirited, interesting opinions. But the last uh, description you gave sounds like a description of London. So yeah, exactly. So, uh, but basically, now we have some time um, for you guys to ask some questions. If we could just keep it um, to kind of short, punchy questions and not sort of long comments, so I don't really want to have a chance uh, to say something. And to, uh, to go against that, I should still the first question. So, um, to, I want to ask you both if you agree on something. Do you agree that inter like analytically, when looking at Lebanon and its politics, the, the, the ethnic card is overplayed when people are kind of looking at it? Is it just politics as usual that the outside world or observers see as ethnic? Or is, 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 is there really something there in terms of ethnic politics? Well, that, that's one of my points. That, mm -hmm. that, uh, uh, there is a lot of normal politics that goes on in the country, and there are normal divisions, normal differences of opinion, and a lot of diversity that should be considered as normal. But we because there is a hang-up about division, uh, uh, because of the former collapse of society and the civil war and all that, there, there, uh, what should be considered as normal is, is uh, seen with, with alarm. So, so if two people argue, uh, uh, and one of them is, is a Sunni and the other one is a Shia, or one of them is a Christian, one other, people see it, can see it as a confessional or sectarian argument, whereas it is a normal argument by two, pe by two people. So that's, uh, I think one of the points, Nadine, you, you were making is that I don't think I... I, I well, we're both supportive of the, 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 the system. Uh, we're not, I don't think either of us are saying that it, it, it couldn't do with a massive dose of reform in, in, all, in all directions. And one of the things that's lacking is uh, political parties, um, which Nadim alluded to, uh, and, and the electoral system. I'm not saying that that would take away uh, entirely the, the, the sectarian or, or religious or ethnic aspects of, 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 of politics. Um, but even if, if we look at the divisions within Lebanon today, they're not on ethnic lines. They're on, they're, they're, the two sides are uh, um, uh, coalitions of, of, of various different um, uh, um, groups and communities that are split right down the middle themselves and, and families. Uh, but this, of course, goes back, you know, to the origins of Lebanon as well. I mean, you know, who, for example, are I mean, the Maronites are with the uh, the, the, Sun the Sunnis are, uh, at the minute, or half the Maronites are with the Sunnis at the minute, and in, in opposition to Hezbollah Maronite Druze. Uh, but if you go back to the you know the 1850s and 18 the Ma 60s, the Maronites' natural partners in, in Lebanon are the Druze. Uh, I mean, that's the, it's, it's Maronite Druze pluralism that are the, are the foundations of the contemporary uh, um, confessional state, and these things are these things are fluid. So even to talk about a Muslim Christian uh, um, national pact, it, it it wasn't that because even even in 1943, um, the different the different 
religious communities did not fit neatly into the, the boxes of Christian or Muslim. There were many greater Syrian nationalists who were Christian, etc., etc. So it's never, it's never been that simple, and, and it isn't today either. Excellent. Great. Thanks, your answer. Uh, thank, it sounds like you both kind of agree there. So. Um, I'll turn it over to the floor now. If anyone has a question, I'll go to the lady here, please. Um, there is a non-sectarian political party in Lebanon that has been for a long time, it's the PPS. Mm -hmm. And there were non-sectarian political parties in Syria as well. That was the Ba'ath party until it divided into Iraq and and Syria So uh, the community, uh, it's, it's, uh, the diversity is not ethnic, but cultural. Uh, and it is not the only factor that divides the Lebanese, because many Lebanese uh, were in the PPS, both Christians and, and Muslims. It is the appearance of Islamic fundamentalism that is most that divides in Lebanon at the moment. Yeah, I think. And, and other fundamentalisms. I mean, Islamic fundamentalism is not the only, uh, uh, you know, party or, 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 or view in the state that you could describe as fairly fundamental. I would argue, but I don't disagree with you. Excellent. Oh, let's go to the gentleman here, please. And just a question how important you would say um, international borders are, because on one hand, it's a highly volatile region with sort of, yeah, the well conflict with Israel and Syria on the one hand. On the other hand, you have the enormous amounts of expats that sort of allow Lebanon to, to survive or incredibly important for its economic survival. So do you think Lebanon is, is more sort of benefiting from the outside pressures that forces people to come up with a compromise? Or do you think it's more sort of diluted by the international connections that allow it to prevent, um, well, or that allows policymakers and the general public to sort of prevent of coming to a final agreement because they can always sort of rely on either an, an outside actor or bailing them out. I think, uh, you know, for me, sovereignty is a big question for Lebanon uh, uh, for the future. I, we, we both mentioned uh, the Palestinian territories, Israel and Syria. And, and different regional conflicts have been played out in Lebanon. How does Lebanon, in the medium to long term, secure its own borders? Uh, how, how does it get its neighbours to respect its own borders? How does it get its, its neighbours to uh, um, relinquish? Uh, I'm, I'm talking about Syria. I mean, and, and there's been some steps towards this, arguably, Nadine may disagree. Uh, it's Eridentus' claim uh, uh, to, towards Lebanon and the outlier issue of, of Hezbollah and, and Hezbollah's weapons, which again is, a, is, a, is an external construct in the sense that uh, uh, Hezbollah is allowed to maintain its arms at the end of, uh, end of the civil war. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, 20 years later, you have, you, Lebanon is a, in a, a situation which is unsustainable having one party uh, or one half of a, of a sect which has a political party uh, and uh, which makes all the other political parties which they're not look bad because it has, has a, a, it has manifesto and uh, things, but it also has a power and, and arms which are stronger than the, pr probably the sum of all the other parts of, of Lebanon and their military uh, uh, and 
capacities or the, or the state's military capacity and arguably even as we've seen in 2006 uh, um, such a potent force uh, at the behest of Iran that um, uh, its, its, region, its, its previous you know, sponsor Syria I think would, would hasten to, to get involved in some of the, the, the clampdowns or clashes that it has done in the past with it and, uh, and Israel as well. So, I mean, how, how, how can Lebanon strengthen its borders? How can a regional agreement be, be reached whereby uh, um, a Lebanon is allowed to have, you know, a, na a navy, uh, is allowed to have, you know, a, a, you know, a, a national army that secures its, its own state? Um, and but it, this goes back to Lebanon being propped up in the gutter by uh, external forces. If you took those away at the moment, in, in a moment of crisis, all hell would probably break loose. Um, if you took what away, the, the you know some of the external yeah, for, you know forces that are holding holding it where it is mm -hmm. on the brink. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. I think the the uh, the contradiction that exists, which which you, you presented now, uh, is has always been been there in in Lebanese politics that that. Uh, the question of uh, how do you protect yourself, how do you maintain sovereignty, uh, and the, the answers of whether you, you, uh, whether you, you do it uh, through an uh, uh, international protection or whether you do it by having an army and, and a navy. And, uh, and that's because the... the um, Let's put it this way. If you, if you went to Lebanon in the 1960s, you would find two parties, two cocktail parties. One cocktail party would be composed of the Levantine elite that are behind the ideology that dominated in Lebanon before, before the war. So you, you would find people from all over the region who have escaped uh, nationalization in Syria, who have escaped the, the uh, uh, revolutions in, in Egypt, in, in uh, uh, Iraq, in uh, the elite of Palestine, the elite of southern Turkey, uh, all this commercial Levantine elite who are, have been doing trade and uh, uh, have been protected by uh, through the Ottoman capitulations for centuries. This is part of their fabric, their, their culture. Uh, these people would be stay having would be in, in one in one cocktail party. And the they, they were the dominant force behind the the system in, in Lebanon. Now for they so they created a system which has a weak state because a strong state is anathema to, to their to to free trade and, and all that, and, and with no taxes, with no army, because uh, an army is also something that can do a, a, a coup, or uh, so, so you, you want to keep the state weak, you want to maintain trade, you want to keep freedom. And now, the second party you would go to across town is the more funky party, where <laughs> you will find uh, the PLO, the PFLP, the, P the, the uh, DFLP, Carlos de Jackal, the Japanese Red Army, the, the, uh, the, the German, uh, uh, the German uh, Bader-Meinhof gang, the, the Italian uh, uh, 
Sorry? Criminalizing. No, no, it's not criminalizing. Like this, this was, this was the, this was the, the. You, 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 you'd also find the Sandinistas were there, the Sandero Luminoso, the whole, the whole. Uh, so all the ones that wanted to fight the revolutions of the world and all that were on the other side of town. Now, the two parties still exist in Lebanon because the two, the division between the two sides in Lebanon are still the same. One wants, one side, which is the March 14, wants to revive the Monaco aspect of Beirut, the Riviera type uh, uh, city, which is protected by the West, which is all that. And the other one wants to build a kind of a citadel and uh, build a resistance uh, uh, to uh, resistance society with all that it entails in terms of culture, economy, and, uh, and all that. And the truth is that it's not either or, because the two are dependent on each other. Uh, the resistance society cannot survive in a strong state. So, so the, the, the weak state that was created by the Levantine elite allows the space for that kind of society to... to so they, they're interdependent from each other. You could not have had the PLO flourish either in Jordan or in Egypt or in Syria or in Iraq or anywhere else. The PLO flourished in Lebanon because of the freedom afforded to it by... by uh, so, so, so this balance of, of uh, the two uh, uh, in, in a sense is inevitable. They, they both need to need each other. The, the weak state cannot be protected if there is no resistance, and this, the resistance cannot exist if there was no, no, no weak state. And so this sort of dichotomy is, is part of the Lebanese compromise that they should coexist. So you'll never reach a stage where one will completely cancel the other. So, so I, so I, I think the, the, uh, this debate over sovereignty or absolute values like sovereignty or freedom and, 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 and all that are, are in an ideal atmosphere, in a region where you have a conflict and you have to survive with it and you have neighbors like Israel and Syria. And, you know, that you, the, the best case scenario is to have the coexistence of both projects. Can I just add one, one thing to that? I mean, in, in, uh, in remembering and in, in thinking about how deep and sharp that contrast was in the 1960s, we should, re we should remember that uh, Lebanon was a state, was the only other state in, in, uh, in the region after 1948 and before 1967, where uh, Middle Eastern Jews decided to, to go and live instead of Israel. Thousands and thousands actually chose to go to Lebanon, to go to that uh, um, uh, you know, Mediterranean, cosmopolitan, uh, um, uh, pluralistic place, rather than the, the, the Israeli state. Excellent, so very interesting answers. You'll have to let us know how to get onto the guest list for those two parties. Uh, next time we're in Beirut. Well, well, the, the other one is more funky, you know. Well, yeah, it, it sounds a lot more interesting. So, uh, yeah. You just don't want to stay the night. Leave <laughs> <laughs> before it gets ugly. So we'll just go here and then we'll go to the lady over there. So.
Nonetheless, what I'm missing is, or I'm astonished, that in the wake of Arab Revolution, uh, all we're talking about is the state, sovereignty, parties led by elites, and there's nowhere other people in your argument. So where do the people of Lebanon, those who fit in neither one of those boxes, yet make the state live in spite of itself? Because I would suggest we've reached a state where the state exists at the expense of the people. I wonder where feature the people in your arguments, and and uh, how would you conceive of strengthening their voice within this entrenched sectarian political system? Well, you see, your description of an entrenched sectarian political system is wrong. No, uh, institutionalized <laughs> system. I'm not saying that yeah. sectarianism is intrinsic to yeah. the attitudes of people. It's built into the structure of the system, qua constitution. Yeah, you see, there are two views of, of uh, the power-sharing arrangement that exists between, uh, uh, between the Lebanese. One of them is that this is a uh, culturally a deeply rooted uh, mode of, of operation in the, whole, in the whole region during the Ottoman times. So for five, 500 years and uh, even during Mamluk time, the the the, uh, the before nation states were were created the the mixture was always was always there and, and so so the fact that you have uh, in the Ottoman world a millet system where where the various sects would coexist and and uh, have autonomy uh, is deeply entrenched into the culture of of, of the region nobody can imagine living in separate, completely separate ghettos. And uh, the, the, one of the objects of creating the power-sharing system was that if you protect the rights of the minorities, then they can drop the, the affiliation, meaning that if, If the existence, if the power of the Shias or the Sunnis or the Christians or the Druze or the Maronites or whatever is not uh, questioned because it's part of a rigid power-sharing system where it's guaranteed to, to exist forever on, on, uh, in that sort of balance, then you can come out of your identity. You can be a citizen by, by uh, not having not being forced to adhere to, to, to that identity. So, so the power-sharing system in that sense allowed for the political division to happen. Um, and the other view is that the power-sharing system uh, uh, consolidated the, the identities. Uh, but the way Lebanon is divided now shows that the power-sharing system allowed for political divisions to flourish without threatening the, the uh, identity of, 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 of the different groups. What's the bridge amongst the different communities then? What's the, sorry? The bridge. Why, why, why do you need a bridge? Well, if you have your belong to a community, but at the same time you have uh, an overall uh, interest on political basis, must be some 
a Lebanese identity yeah. different from Syria? Well, this is this is one of the points where 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 there is a difference, a slight difference between uh, Mike and Mike, Mike and I, in the sense that uh, I don't think such a bridge is necessary. Uh, there is no need for national identity is is overrated. It's it's uh, I mean it's it's more the Ernest Renan vision that uh, Mike talked about, which is that. It's uh, 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 a nation state is formed by people who have the will to live together. Uh, this is enough. The, you don't have to have a national identity or a uh, uh, something that. I mean, cohesiveness is overrated. As a, as a, as a co actually, a cohesive state <laughs> never existed anywhere in the world. What about political participation? What about the citizen who wants to be part <coughs> and, and have a voice in the political system? Would you say that Lebanon provides this for it? Uh, yes, because uh, the citizen can vote, and there are there is accountability. The 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 uh, the elite in Lebanon have changed. Radically in the last 30 years. I mean, if you look at, uh, uh, I mean, if you talk to a Le to, to Lebanese, they'll tell you we have the same uh, rulers, the same uh, politicians over and over again. But if you look at reality, uh, all the urban elite have changed. I mean, all the, the big families who were the notable families that were uh, uh, dom that dominated politics in the 50s and 60s and 70s have disappeared. They, they, they don't have any representation in Parliament. You have a new, a new elite that's come out in, uh, amongst them. Even amongst the Shias, you have uh, the, 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 the families that had power have completely disappeared, and you have a new elite that, that have come back, that have uh, dominated. Amongst the Maronites, you have the same thing. Amongst the Druze, for the first time uh, in January, you have a split Jumblat now controls six MPs out of eleven, and five of them went 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 away. So so there, so there's there's this myth, which is more in the eye of the beholder than in reality, that Lebanon is a sectarian state where people vote for sectarian political uh, uh, parties, which uh, have unanimous uh, uh, following follow, follow, following amongst. Uh, groups because there is an innate uh, uh, something like almost essential in the Lebanese uh, that, that, they, that, they, that they follow sectarian leaders and this is not true. Can I, can it's I not true anywhere. Yeah, I didn't mean to suggest <laughs> no, no, yeah. Can I address both, both those points? I mean, in the eye of the beholder, I mean, you're Lebanese, you're the observer uh, looking in but very often looking out. I'm an observer looking in, and I don't always see in Lebanon, uh, um, you know, the colour of people's skin uh, or the or, or, or the the different, uh, you know, communal identities. First, I do see the bridges uh, as as a foreigner uh, there, and they change at different different times. They're more evident. They were more ev evident during Syrian occupation than they they were the last couple of times, because of what, what do you mean by 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 the bridge? Just you know, co commonalities, common identity, you know, uh, um, culture and uh, outlook, language, uh, um, you know, and, and I can see the different identities beneath the surface, but certainly presented 
outwards. Uh, that, that's, that's very obvious to a foreign observer. But it's not something that has to remain, to, to remain uh, uh, static. And I don't think it's something... I mean, people in Britain don't talk about British nationalism. It's not something they cling to or discuss or think about or, or care about. I was no, noted on the census, the, the recent census the other day, there's even an, an ethnic category, Northern Irish. That wasn't there before. Uh, and really? Yes, really. How, how does that work? Does it, does it divide it into Catholic and Protestant? No. <laughs> <laughs> and the state, the state doesn't even care anymore yeah. whether you are Catholic or Protestant. It's just ask yeah. a Christian, including all denominations. But to go back to the people, I mean, I, 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 mean, I think what I, was, what, what, I, what I was trying to, to, to say, or maybe didn't say clearly enough, was that um, I think the Lebanese certainly have a voice. And uh, if the, the elites are the, were, were not able to play the high politics that um, you know knife edge coexistence uh, you know brings to the fore in a place like Lebanon, it's the same in Northern Ireland. Their careers, their their raison d'être is about the uh, you know the, the, the division, and, and then there would be calls for reform. There would be calls for people to stop driving at 120 miles an hour up the, the highway on a Saturday night, like if you were in a video game. Uh, there would be there would be calls for uh, educational reform. There would be calls for uh, uh, there would be a, a, a logic, and it wouldn't be dangerous, uh, um, uh, you know, for, for elites to take that step forward and invest in the Lebanese state, as, a, as opposed to just investing in, in you know, uh, one one segment of their own of yeah. their own community. But this this is where we fundamentally disagree. I don't think we need to reach a stage where we are these colorless, odorless citizens. I think mm -hmm. the, that the that the, the, uh, the, it is deeply entrenched in our culture in Lebanon mm -hmm. to be diverse, and we will never be. Uh, and, it, and it's not that it's not that the Lebanese are different from any any, any others. It's uh, society in Syria is exactly the same yeah. as Lebanon. In Palestine, it's the same. In Iraq, it's the same. The system doesn't recognize the division. It's not that divisions do not, do, do not exist. And, and, and uh, it's, I think it's a positive thing. But I mean, I'm, I'm talking about class. Yes. I'm talking about class issues here, Nadine, in the sense that the system, you know, absolutely fails large sections of, of society. I mean, before Hezbollah and before Iranian money and Iranian hospitals and Iranian funded, you know, uh, construction jihad, the Shia lived in, in poverty. In southern Lebanon, or well, well that's a, that's another myth. Well, I mean, well, they certainly. But, but I mean, where's the money? Where's the money? You know, coming from that? Uh, you know, projects Shia power within the, society. Uh, money, money. In you see the the uh, if you go to the south now, the the, uh, the money comes from exactly the same sources as it comes either in the mountains or in the north, or it comes from immigration, mm -hmm. it comes from uh, religious institutions, non-state institutions, very little money comes from state okay. institutions. And, and uh, now, as it happens that in the south, Hezbollah has monopolized the communal, the community mm -hmm. uh, uh, institutions, but this does not mean that without Hezbollah there would not be community institution. What you have in common between all this, all the areas is the weakness of the state. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what, 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 what you have in common. And uh, the weakness of the state is seen as one of the main problems 
uh, in, in, in the country. Whereas you could, I, I see it as a, a uh, uh, from from where I sit, I, 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 I prefer a weak state, <laughs> especially after having lived in England for uh, so long. I, I think a weak state is is is, is, is more uh, of, of a. I mean, if, if you look at uh, your the way the British economy is going, we are paying the price, our future generations are going to pay the price of the crazy way the welfare state was done. Uh, uh, it was a welfare, welfare state in, in Lebanon's understanding. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, you have, you have uh, family, you have religious institutions, you have private institutions, you have uh, everything. Yeah, but that structure is not aligned with the public Yeah, let's go to the lady over here. Then, um, Hi, um, it's a question for both of you. Yeah. What do you know about the upcoming um, demonstration calling for uh, Iskart and Tafi, the overthrow of sectarianism? Is it um, uh, is there a proper movement that calls for um, the overthrow of sectarianism and electoral reform and possibly the end of religious law in family matters? Or is it just sort of <coughs> another one of these protests that are ongoing that, and that um, are I mean, I think whenever the Lebanese start debating uh, um, and holding conferences and, and, and rallies to overthrow the confessional system, it's a real sign of stability within the uh, the country because they're not arguing over something else. Um, on, on, uh, uh, but it's quite new thing to have no, but the, the debate is the debate is as old as the debate is as old as the hills. No, you see, there's always been there, there has always been I mean uh, movements within uh, Lebanese society calling for secularism. Sorry, sorry. Excuse me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Excuse me. Since the 60s, and even during the civil war, during the there's always been. Uh, Sorry, excuse me. Excuse me. Can you wait till after space? There's always been movement, move, movements like that on. on uh, but uh, uh, I mean, Kamal Salibi, the Lebanese historian, says that uh, Lebanon has many problems, but one of its problems is that a lot of the population think that either fascism or secularism will resolve them. I don't think I. I, I you know, there, 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 there are two, uh, two extremes. One, one is th there is there is a tendency to, uh, to uh, there's a yearning for a strong leader, which the Lebanese had at certain times in history, and which ruined, <laughs> which which caused a lot of uh, ruin. So, so there, there's a yearning for a strong leader. Which I think is bad, and there's a yearning for secularism, which I also think is 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 not. Uh, I mean, I, I I believe in separation of church and state, and in a in a uh, uh, in a society where you have uh, such diversity of churches, you cannot have a dominant state uh, and keep the separation. Going because you cannot have a, a, a neutral state in that sense. If I can add one thing to that, um, I didn't answer your question particularly well. Um, uh, <clears throat> I mean, whenever there's a call for fundamental constitutional change, which secularism and, and, and the ridding Lebanon of confessionalism would be, you have to ask yourself 
what is actually behind that uh, and what on the surface sounds like a very liberal uh, and, and, and good idea. What's, what's the agenda behind the party uh, that, that is promoting that at different times in Lebanese, in, in Lebanese history? There were various different proponents of that. I mean, one is the Lebanese National Movement uh, in the 1970s, uh, uh, which is backed by the PLO, which fundamentally is a, a movement to take over the state. Um, Hezbollah used to call for uh, the the you know secularism. Secular. Well, the, the abolition, yeah, the abolition. But they don't. But they don't anymore. They don't anymore. They don't anymore because they you know they they in theory they've accepted that that vision is highly unlikely. Um, I'll just take a quick question from the gentleman here, please. The two very general factors, which I wonder whether you would agree, condition the situation, and unfortunately, I think both in rather pessimistic directions. One is the rigidity of the institutional setup. There's no inbuilt mechanisms that are functioning for internal change of the institutional setup in a in a peaceful way. So sooner or later, and it continues to exist because it's weak, because people can sort of behave in a way which contradicts it without it, perhaps. But uh, sooner or later, any rigid system in the face of major cultural, economic, uh, political changes is going to fracture. And the other one, uh, general factor which I think is also pointing in a negative direction is that um, the fate of the country, the destiny of the country depends so much on the decisions that are made by more powerful countries uh, around it. And it's so easy for them to play out their conflicts between each other not on their own territories, but on the territory of the third party, in, as, for example, between the Nasserians and others in, uh, in the 1960s and 50s in Lebanon. Uh, so its dependence on that makes it very, very aleatory uh, whether this state will survive or not. Yeah. Uh, you want to give a shot? Give a shot. Yeah, I mean, a couple of things about that. Um, uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't disagree, and this is one of the, you know, one, one of the, the you know, the, the thesis of uh, uh, internal divisions leading our, uh, um, to civil war in 1975. That the, the, the you know, the, the state imploded because it didn't have the mechanisms for, for change. Now, I think, I mean, we've been talking about two competing visions. Um, I mean, but Lebanon between 1990 and 2005 experienced uh, one of those visions in the sense that you had uh, direct rule or power sharing by proxy from Damascus uh, and Syrian hegemony and Lebanon could go through that experience again and I think the power sharing system would snap back into the, the, the middle and, and, and work again. The alternative vision of that is in 20 or 30 years time you have a, a Middle East that has seen or maybe 50 years time massive transformation and you have much uh, uh, friendlier neighbours surrounding surrounding Lebanon, and I think then uh, Lebanon would find those mechanisms, perhaps even uh, at some point in the future, without the external forces that have uh, uh, dragged it to water and made it reformulate its national pacts uh, many times in, in the past. But 
I think Lebanon will be stuck in limbo until that external context changes, and I don't imagine that radical institutional transformation will be possible uh, until there are fundamental changes to the Middle East state system. Right. I w I'm going to reverse the question in, in, uh, in the sense that had there not been such a uh, rigid system in Lebanon, it would have collapsed a long time ago, because because the the system is the rigidity of the system is built on a resistance to to uh, uh, being taken over by one single group. So so uh, uh, the, the, it's an impo it's an impossibility with with the current checks and balances that exist within the constitution and within the procedures and within all that for any single group or any single political party or even the army or Hezbollah or uh, whatever to, to, to take over uh, and, and, and control the, the, the uh, uh, political life. If that was not the case, it would have become uh, very quickly, in the 60s probably, like any other country in the region where in Syria you have 10% uh, of the population do dominating 90% in, in, uh, in uh, Iraq you have 15% uh, dominating the 85% and uh, all that. So, so the rigidity of the system uh, in, in a way kept it, because it's, uh, it, it can collapse uh, in, in the sense that there are problems that it cannot surmount, but it cannot be changed in order to preserve the, 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 the variety. Lebanon will, has, the, the, the built-in mechanisms will, will always prevent a one-party state or a one-color state or, and I think this is a good thing. I mean, uh, <laughs> personally, I think, I think that I would not li like to live in a, a one-party state or a state dominated by one faction or, or anything else. Now, the regional circumstances uh, that, uh, and this is where I think the theme of the seminars, which I only realized when you were giving the introduction, is that migration is also <laughs> part of the... Uh, Lebanon was built by migration. It's, it's in migration from the region. On, on uh, Lebanon only became Lebanese in the 90s. Uh, it was it, uh, the, the dominant culture was uh, one that included an input from Egypt, from Syria, from Iraq, from uh, Turkey, from uh, Palestine, from from everywhere. Uh, on on, on uh, so so. Uh, 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 if, if the region is going to change. To, to become better, it will probably change towards Lebanon rather than Lebanon changing towards the, the, the region. Uh, look at Iraq. Iraq is now developing a power sharing system between the various factions and uh, moving towards a, a, a weak state. And, and uh, if for any reason there is any improvement in the situation in Syria, then it will not be hegemony of the Alawites over the rest of the population, they will have to find a power-sharing system to manage their, their uh, otherwise they will become even more sectarian. Uh, so, 
So that's that's the very chauvinist Lebanese view. <laughs> the, the world would change according to Lebanon. Yeah. <laughs> but, of, but of course, Nadim's analysis exemplifies why so many states in the region have had an interest in Lebanon not being too mm. successful uh, in the 20th well, century. But if the, if, it were, if the system was not that rigid, which you describe, it would have become a one-party state a long time ago. It, it would have uh, been taken over in the 50s. <laughs> so, it would so have survived as a, it would have survived as a uh, diverse, liberal, pluralist society with a weak state for maybe five years after independence. And, and the fact that this system originates from an agreement between two corrupt politicians, as Nadim described them, that wasn't even written on paper, uh, illustrates the, 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 the bonds that do exist. Uh, and uh, institutionally at diff and, and, and at societal level between the communities, which is ultimately a good thing. But excuse me. I have to take a question. I mean, what would be a better thing? Can you give me an example of a, better, of a better system that Lebanon could have? Uh, yeah, I mean, we can maybe come back to, to the lady here a bit, because we have a few people waiting. Are you sure? No, 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 okay, we, we had him to ask a question. Yeah, and we have a, a gentleman no, actually, who... I, I, I had a comment, which is the way you look at Lebanon, whether all your allies Lebanon, or you stop Lebanon, whether from a sectarian point of view or not, or from an institutional point of view. The effort at the beginning is very significant, because this is how we, you know, interpreted like when we will have, Lebanese will have a common identity. But uh, back then, in 2006, a lot of Lebanese said, that the flag only fell down when the Shia expressed themselves. When the what? When the Shia expressed themselves, because if you repeat the YouTube video, ah. only when the Shia said, I'm Shia, and I'm Shia, the flag fell down. This is the way that I <laughs> Not from a sectarian point of view, but rather from a political point of view, because exactly yeah. the post to something So this is one comment. I'm not going to ask questions. It's a way to, to, to understand the one and go beyond the sectarian analysis. Because one of the pitfalls, if I may say, that uh, usually we don't separate, and this is what Nadine was referring to, but without mentioning it explicitly, between the state and the political system. And the state was not created in 1943, it was created in 1920. The political system was created in 1943. There is a big difference here, and this is a good starting point. 1926, the Constitution. No, no, I mean the state. The, the, Liberal ah, the state, okay. Which is in terms of institutions, in terms of units. So, uh, and there's a big difference between the state and the political system. And uh, then we should not probably talk about weak state revolution, we should talk about weak political system. And not a failed political system, a weak political system. Because as you said, Ben Anderson mentioned about, you know, the imagined communities. This is what was happening in Lebanon. But at the same time, always had frustrated imagined community, which was not taking part of the, you know, the state now. So, uh, would you like to make a comment on the comment, or was, is that, what, was there a question as well? Uh, no? I just wondered if, no, any, if no, you even no, no. say, so we move on. Yeah, but I mean, again, without these, all these checks and balances. That exist within a bit that are built into the system and that prevent uh, 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 change. The the system would have gone to at least one imagined out, totally outcome, which would have been 
very much in tune with the way politics is run in the rest of the region. And, and uh, so that's one of the, the advantages of, of, of the system. The, the state was never violent in Lebanon. The society was violent. The state, unlike Syria, Iraq. You said it and one of the, I mean, one of the benefits of that uh, is that, you know, Lebanon is a you know, fundamentally different place than it was in 1920, 1960 
Well, not yet. It's not successful yet, Solidaire. Because it's, still, it's still seen as the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Not, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you in what way. In what way, Solidaire is is a is a success of the system. It's that uh, Michel Shiha, who is the sort of originator of a lot of the ideas that dominated in, in Lebanon. Michel Shiha used to say that uh, we have to accept that not not everybody in the country. Um, adheres to the same, uh, to, to our ideas, that, that, that uh, some people would want to build a strong state or etc. etc. or a uh, nationalist state or an ethnic state or whatever. And, but he said that if our ideas are allowed to uh, show their benefits in practice, then people will see the benefit of these ideas and there will be consensus around them. Yeah? Now, of course, this never happened because uh, there was never enough period for, uh, of, of peace for, <laughs> for these ideas to be. But it's when the system failed that people started appreciating it. So if you look at Hariri's website in the early 90s when he was promoting Solidaire, uh, Hariri, who is an Arab nationalist whose entourage were all uh, former uh, left-wing uh, Arab nationalists also, uh, was using the same language as Michel Shiha in the, in, 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 the, in, in, the, in the 40s and 50s. He was saying that Beirut will, uh, Beirut will become the, the, the financial center and trade center, that the Lebanese uh, should uh, invest in a uh, in uh, becoming the the hub for the peace for a peace a peaceful region. So he was investing in the in the peace process and, and, and all that. So 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 it he had adopted all these Levantine ideas uh, that were so alien to him 20 years before. I mean he had uh, and and uh, uh, this is this is what is in a way the success of the system, that it managed to recruit a, 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 lot, of, a lot of people, uh, of, of diversity of people. And there's not, not a lot of other countries in the region that you could imagine that happening? Well, uh, I, I don't think the rest of the region have had the chance. Mm. For, I mean, for me, Syria is a country under occupation. It's not a... There's no political society. It's the same as Iraq. It, it's, and, and where this becomes obvious is now uh, in, in Libya. Libya, uh, the, the people have risen against the, 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 the system. And the system is showing that it's, it's, a, uh, it's one family and one party occupying, the, the, <laughs> the, hijacking the country. So, so uh, this could not, never happen in, in, in if it was allowed to happen in Lebanon, it would have happened a long time ago. Um, does anyone have any, any other questions they'd like to ask? No? Uh, if not, well, we'll just uh, thank our speakers again uh, for coming and delivering a very interesting talk and answering some very interesting questions. Thank you very much. Um, but, but before we adjourn, I have a couple of announcements. Firstly,